Hello and welcome everyone. Thank you so much for sharing your New Year's Day with me. I feel very grateful. And for those of you who are going to listen to the replay, welcome. Hopefully you have printed out your form or you're going to fill it out on the computer. Um, what would you change if you were able to let go of the disappointment, frustration, perceived failures of 2018 and be present to 2019? and the opportunities that it could bring. What would change for you? What would be possible if you were able to consciously create 2019 without attachment to the outcome? Well, this is what this podcast will show you how to do. If you haven't downloaded the form, please do so. A little bit about Higher True Self Life Change Training is we teach you how to retrain your body and your mind so you, they are in alignment with your higher self's intentions. You let go of frustration from a, and you are operating and manifesting from a place of inner peacefulness. Relationships improve, most importantly, the one with yourself as you feel confident and empowered even when life isn't going your way, you've got the tools to release it and become present in the moment. All we do is founded on practical life skills that over 100,000 people have actually used. You can apply it to transform any area of your life, whether it's to improve your business success or whether it's to improve the quality and caliber of your relationships or it's to attract um, more loving friendships and, and maybe have more energy and be helpful. So it's up to you. And always that's the big question. What do you want? So it's up to you to choose. How do you want to create not only 2019, but every single day that you've got coming forward? Okay, so let me just check to see. Um, make sure everything's going. The slides are good. Okay, great. All right, so if you've got the form, um, we're going to start with really looking at 2018 from an unbiased observer standpoint. So I'd like you to scan back over the past year, maybe close your eyes, take a deep breath, exhale, be really present, and just with unbiased eyes, Scan over the last year of your life, 2018, and ask yourself, from an observer standpoint, how did that person grow? How did they change? How did they evolve? And I invite you to start that now if you haven't already started writing it. And I'm going to do it with you. And you can add to this. Let's just get you going. Let's get it moving forward. Write down anything big or small to change. Maybe you changed a habit. Maybe you let go of a job or a relationship that wasn't serving you. Maybe you got some, or you entered in some, into a new relationship, new friendships.
So did you let go of a habit? Did you make a change? Did you start meditating and you weren't meditating before? Did you start doing exercise, yoga, walking? Did you change your diet? Did you change your business? Another question you could ask is, what did I do well? What did I do well? What went well? So keep writing. Where did you become more conscious? Where in the past you would have just done something because that's what you always did, but you paused. Hmm, do I want to do this? Do I want to continue this? Did you clear out clutter? Did you move? So you can get back to that, but I wanted to get um, a start. Would anyone like to share? I don't know if you can speak or if it's only chat in the um, webinar. Would anybody like to share one of their wins or successes? You can type it in the chat bar or you can unmute your line. I think you can. Was there something, a small thing change you made, but looking back, it was big. I can tell you one of my odd successes is a happy move from San Diego last year to Austin from a pretty substantial three-bedroom house, and I downsized when I came here. I had some things that I thought would be useful that I brought, and all of a sudden I found I couldn't use it, like a really amazing gas dryer. Well, this gas dryer originally cost like $2,000. That all these bells and whistles, and it was electric dryer where I am now. So I stored it thinking, well, maybe I'll sell it. It was sitting here for, a, gosh, a year. And I decided to just clear clutter and get rid of things. And it felt so good. I even had to get one of those uh, appliance dollies and get it down the stairs because they wouldn't come pick it up because it was on the, the um, upper floors. So what I noticed is I slept better that night that the energy of my old home and my old life was kind of hanging around the dryer. So that may sound like a really weird one, but clearing clutter can give us a fresh start. And I think that's why a lot of times we look at getting rid of stuff and bringing it to charity around, you know, end of last year and the beginning of any new year. You know, we, the reason why we're doing starting with wins and successes is that we all need to start from a platform of feeling good about ourselves, feeling good about our lives, feeling good about our choices so that we could welcome new experiences. If you've ever been in a place where you've made some decisions and you're looking back and saying, that really wasn't the best decision for me, we can start to doubt our decision making. 
Now, yes, we're not going to be 100% like spot on, great at decision making. But when we're reflecting back on a year, we can pull out quite a few. So I'm hoping by the time you complete this, you will have that whole page complete and maybe another page. Now, I know some people, um, some trainers out there, I think Tony Robbins would be right up there with this, is that for us to get excited and motivated, we have to think about a 10 level in difficulty a goal or objective. And, you know, that could be wonderful if someone is a go-getter and they're already coming from a platform of success. Most of us are not operating from that level. Maybe the people Tony Robbins attracts do. And what can happen is if we're trying to intend, or we're pushing ourselves too hard, if we are intending too much, and it could be that we would really like it, we'd love to have that experience, like some people would like to make a million dollars, for example. What happens is that the part of us that's not quite ready for that big of a change the part of us that's kind of used to how we're doing things and our habits and just the way we're living our life, those habitual ways of being, they don't want to change. We could call them blockers because they're now standing in the way of what we want. But here's the thing that I found is when we set intentions that are meaningful and desirable, but they're not the real big ones like climb Mount Everest, then we are able to proceed and accomplish our intentions in a much more natural, organic way. We're not waking up as many blockers. So when we start to look at um, the next year and what we would like to experience, maybe some new things we would like to bring into our life, maybe we'd like to buy a new car, whatever it is, when we get to that place, I invite you to look at it and kind of get a sense, is this a Mount Everest goal or intention? And if it is, I want you to dial it back a little bit and take interim steps to get there. Okay. I remember back when I was in um, project management and I was traveling around Europe and they would ask me to plan a big project, like implement an accounting system worldwide. I worked on one project with Sun Microsystems. And, you know, I would need to identify all that needed to be done, who was doing it, when it had to be done. And it was complex. Can you imagine if I put that on my, uh, my New Year's, New Year No Limit form, that I'm going to implement I don't know, a worldwide change, or I'm going to implement something that in the past I've been frustrated and discouraged doing. Well, that's going to wake up a lot of discouragement. But if like I did with the project planning, when I worked with Sun Microsystems, I said, okay, let's do a study on the current systems. Let's do uh, interviews with the people who are using the current system. What is it lacking? What is it doing well? Let's run reports. Let's, so there was a lot of um, preliminary research to figure out what kind of accounting system would fit. So unless I had done that deep dive research and interview, I wouldn't know what would fit. So, for example, if you think way back when, when you were first dating and you really didn't know what kind of partner would really suit me, who do I want to marry and live the rest of my life with? You were exploring. 
you'd go out for, you know, I don't know, it probably was in high school if you were living in the United States and you'd go out to a football game together and you discovered, you know, I'm not really into football. X that one off the list. If someone's really into football, I don't really want to do that. But by this age, you have a sense of who is a good partner for you, who is a good friend for you, what kind of work is good for you, and how do you want to spend your time. So as you start to break down maybe these big intentions that you have, I invite you to think of them rungs on a ladder, the little steps that will get you along the way. Let's talk about a common one. Maybe somebody wants to shed 30 pounds, okay? And they that might be too big right now, but what if they started adding more raw foods in and they added more water or they said, okay, I'm going to start walking three times a week. And those kind of intentions to improve the quality of their beingness, how they're feeling in the body is going to help them with that intention. There's nothing wrong with shedding 30 pounds, but that was just an example that I think most of us can relate with. So rung on a ladder. Okay, so let's look at the next one, which is, let me go to the next slide here, oopsies, back to two, celebrating your successful completions. Now, these are experiences that you had that were meaningful, things that you accomplished, and maybe they weren't, you know, done perfectly, but you completed it. Sometimes there's great value in getting things done before it's perfect because then you can continue the refining process if i were to wait for everything to be perfect you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now you wouldn't be seeing me on video because i would have wanted to be um i don't know let's see uh like a, a, a movie star look i'd want to be 30 years younger and all of that and it takes some acceptance of where we are right now and celebrating those little changes we made or these big leaps even before you were comfortable you did it remember the first time i did a webinar how nervous i was and a video oh my but now it's like okay i got all these little working pieces together so as you write down you know looking at what you accomplished in 2018 i'd like you to celebrate one of them now and i'll walk you through the exercise so just close your eyes, imagine that event, imagine that moment in time, and imaginarily, think you can surround it with a bubble, that moment in time, maybe be getting rid of the dryer after, you know, thinking I could hold on to it. And I would hold that ball of white light and bring it into the center of my chest, right above my heart. And I'm going to do this for you. Once you've got that there, I'm going to say the command, thank you for this experience. I would like to experience more fulfillment like this in the future. Please make this happen in ways of the highest good of me and of all involved. And just imagine you can breathe that in and out, that gratitude for that moment. Because it wasn't just you. There were probably a lot of other little helpers who made some of these things happen. It might have been you too. Okay, great. All right, how's it going so far? Any comments You can in the chat bar? All right, so you're going to be doing that for each one of the ones you've written down. I just started you with it. And maybe when you're looking about the success, looking back on it, maybe it wasn't what you expected, the reason why it was so fulfilling. For me, it was to pass on the dryer so somebody could use it because it wasn't even that old. 
and that the benefit was I was getting stuck energy out of the way. So clearing the clutter from the house then is, is a recovery of energy. And then we get this kind of um, forward uh, momentum happening when we take action. So that's a whole other piece on breaking down our intentions when we get to that part and making them smaller. And you have more to celebrate at the end. So let's carry over anything left undone. Was there anything that you had hoped to finish but you didn't? I know for me there are. So I'm going to go to box number three. Anything left undone. And you can make it not in a like beating yourself up way. You can make it where um, completing, there's a, a daily success journal that I'm writing. It's about 40% there and I need to use some edits. And I'd hope to get that done by the end of the year, but I didn't. So instead of being, I did like, I didn't complete the daily success journal, okay, completing the daily success journal. Do you see how that's positive? Don't put there, I didn't do this. Okay, be gentle with yourself. Because we're going to be bringing some of these forward, perhaps, into 2019. Um. Okay, another minute, and then you can write down another one that is something that you would have liked to have completed. Okay, now I'm going to talk a little bit about this, these carryovers, leftovers from last year. I did a podcast on procrastination because I found that the Sometimes when we don't get things done, we quote unquote procrastinate, it's that we need help or that we need some more information to be able to do it well. So some of these, one that I wrote down was kind of out of my control and I needed more information. I needed someone say so whether this was a good idea to go forward and they were in agreement and I can't control another person. So when you put these Left undones, carryovers, be aware of that. And you might want to listen to the um, the uh, procrastination one. It's a really good one. It's one I probably could use again. Because if you're, again, you're maybe an overachiever and you didn't complete things, you could be like beating yourself up. And you may have needed to have some help with that or the timing wasn't right to let it go. Like with the Daily Success Journal, it's refined now way more than if I had finished it at the beginning of the year because I've learned more, I've grown and how I use it for myself to consciously create my day has been expanded. All right, so let's look at the next one here. Is release the projects and intentions from 2018 and recapture your energy. This is something that I found by accident, actually, is that when we have intended something, we have put some of our manifesting energy, we could say, our life force into that intention or project. So, for example, completing the daily success journal. Well, 
maybe that wasn't important for me to finish. Maybe I should let it go and I start something completely new. In this example, it's not the case. But maybe one of the things that I needed to let go of, no, all of those were relevant that I'll need to bring forward. Let me think of an example. Um, oh, right. Okay. Attending meetup groups. Since I'm new to the Austin area, I wanted to meet new people. So I intended every week to do a new event, a new meetup group. Well, I've discovered that's not appropriate. So that's something I want to release. And only if it's in my area of interest, like yoga, astrology, meditation, um, outdoors events, that would be appropriate, but not to force myself to attend an event, whether it's important or relevant, meaningful, exciting to me. So that's one way, one thing I'm going to let go of. So if there's something you want to let go of, you can place it in your hand and blow it away. There's also another, let me share, I was looking at my notes when I did this before, and I've got some notes on how to release because we learn from each event, right? And so if you want to let something go that you had intended, it's going to help you capture the energy. So you can surround that with an imaginary ball of white light and send it off thanking it for the lessons it brought you and imagine floating it off or you can blow it off like that. Both work good, work well. And as you do this, for me, there comes becomes a calmness in my body and a peacefulness. I feel happier about my choices and that it's okay to stop things. I don't know, we're trained in the society today in the culture that, you know, don't be a quitter. You start something, you got to finish it. Well, my dear friends, sometimes we don't need to finish something. Sometimes we can throw it in the trash. So I invite you to give yourself permission to throw something in the trash and let it go. Did anybody have an unusual one there that, you know, the you hoped that it would be a good thing for you and you realized it wasn't and you're letting it go? Anybody? Oh, great. I see a few other people. I'll pause now. We've got Pam. Hi, Pam. And Michael and Kevin and Jeff. And I'm not sure 810. Thank you all for sharing your New Year's with me. In fact, this might be a wonderful tradition because what are we doing on New Year's other than packing up the Christmas tree if you have a Christmas you know, tree? Um, or for some people who maybe overindulged last night, they're not feeling so well. Wouldn't it be great to say, okay, let's get rid of 2018. Like, I'm not going to do New Year's Eve like that again. You know, I'm going to do it in a new way. Okay. So let's see if I covered everything there. Great. And so you can, um, these little, these are statements that I'm inviting you to use. They're speaking to parts of your unconscious mind that it, I like to think of it as your body. And you're thanking these little helpers that had the good idea to go to meetup groups every week. But now, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm just going to go to the ones I want to. So Thank you for this experience. I no longer want to complete this project. And I request that all my energies be returned to me now, doing so in ways that are for the highest and best good of all involved. That's a powerful statement because you're requesting things to come back to you. Oh, I can't see. Pam, so great to be here. Michael's here with me. Oh, is your boyfriend from Sweden. Lovely. Ah, oh, wonderful. I'm glad you're here. Great. Okay, let's move on then. Um, we'll go on to, so 
I think this is more and more important as we are in the uh, changing of the time. If you follow astrology, there's the idea of the you know new age onsetting, you know the age of Aquarius. And whether you follow astrology or not, I think everybody would admit admit we've gone through major changes since. 2020 major changes things are moving so fast i mean think about the internet it was just beginning at the you know 2001 2002 and now we're storing the contents of our computer in this imaginary cloud wow now with all of those changes sometimes we need support we need a little bit of um, coaching or we need um or to instill new um, new disciplines, new habits. And I'd like you to reflect back on 2018. What support did you have in place that worked well with you for you? And maybe what might you need to put in place for 2019? So this is my phrase. So you can make it a year you'll cherish. Make 2019 a year you'll cherish. So write down the things that worked well. So for me, I got a business coach, and that was wonderful. So what kind of support? Ah, I do an accountability call with um, a self-employed friend of mine every Monday at 11 a.m. my time and we frame our week that's been really helpful and we do some other things too checking accountability what helped you bring your best self forward What structure could you put in place for 2019? Maybe you don't have a coach right now. Maybe you've had one in the past and it really helped you, but it kind of, you put that to one side. Maybe you'd like to revisit that. Or an accountability partner, going to the gym. You know how many memberships are sold in, gyms in January and then by February or March people have gone back to their habitual way of being and there's no judgment there it's just trying to make changes without having access to retraining our body and and clearing those blockers it's hard it's really hard there's momentum and in your environment, you wake up and you look at the same walls and you've got the same routine and rhythm when you wake up and you're now wanting to put a new one in to go to the gym every day. Some people have the discipline, but a lot of people, it's not so easy. So what we would do in the higher true self life change training is identify the part of us that are fighting part of us that's resisting doing this new change and we would address it as a blocking energy and we would get it supporting us and um, focused in the same direction you know if you've ever been in a partnership um, you've had a a team member or a team member and they're wanting to do this thing and you're wanting to do that thing and you're not pointing in the same direction it's a huge waste of energy and resources and it can create all sorts of 
inner turmoil and conflict. Well, that's kind of what blocking energy does, blockers. So if you were to find some kind of thing that you would like to implement or accomplish, and you know you've got some resistance in the past to doing it, I'd suggest getting some support to clear some of that. So all your ducks are in a row and everybody's pointing forward. Okay, back here. All right, so now the fun part. Well, hopefully it was all fun, <laughs> not too much pain. Okay, so you're going to look at these next 365 days. Doesn't that sound big compared to the next year? 365 days of you going to sleep, you waking up. One of my teachers from a long time ago, he said to me, we really only have one day. What? Well, when you go to sleep at night, there's a reset button. I don't know if you've ever had that experience, but I felt it before. So when you're setting your intentions, I'd like you to start to think if you have 365 opportunities to follow through on your intentions to accomplish something. Yeah, some things are going to take more than a day, but you can carry it over. That's what I do with the Daily Success Journal. More about that. I intend to complete that by the end of the first quarter. i release that or earlier. Okay, so I'll be quiet. What would you like to be celebrating at the end of 2019? So if you look, say we're doing this next New Year's, and it becomes a, 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 a ritual for us. And we're now January 1st, 2020. What experiences fulfilled you and you're celebrating them? Could be a big one or a little one. And if you have a sense of a date to write that next to it, that's fine too. It could be on or before. I'd like you to be a little bit gentle um, with yourself on or before. So it doesn't have to be a fixed deadline. Okay. Uh, let's see. Pam said here. Yes, to this being a ritual every year. Such a gift you're giving with doing this. Thank you. Here's to 2019 being a terrific year for all of us. I was following one person who is speaking about the nature of the year, and it's the year of new beginnings. I liked that one. And if you've already begun a lot of new things, well, it's probably putting roots down and deepening it. Okay, go back to box number three. I'm going to scoot back to the slides here. Um, if there were carryovers here, please remember to put them in your uh, 
box number six. So look at your carryovers. And those might want to go to the top of the list. Okay, great. Oh boy, it feels good to bring those forward. Okay. So now we'll prioritize your wishes and intentions. So if you look at your list, number six, maybe we should put numbers on them too. It might be a little easier. And you intuitively sense the fulfillment level. So you kind of close your eyes, picture when that's done. How will you feel? If you feel like your heart opening, you're going, ah, you know, it's like, yes, then that would be a 10. If you feel like, eh, it feels like eh, more kind of a to-do, then that would be low rated. Nothing wrong with them if it's low rated. But I invite you to find the ones that make your heart sing and open. So on a 1 to 10 scale, 10 is going to be heart opening, highest importance. Priority sounds too strong. I would say highest importance. And put that in the left-hand margin. Or right hand, whichever you like. Okay. How fulfilling will it be? Intuitively rate. Don't analyze it too much. And again, a lot of this you might want to do it a more quiet because I know I've zipped through this, but you can um, do it more peacefully and quiet today, the rest of the day. Okay, anybody have any trouble with the rating, the 1 to 10 scale, fulfilling? Because sometimes we can get into this habit of, well, I know I got to do it. I know I got to get that dryer out. I know I have to do it. And it becomes a pressure rather than a fulfillment. And I'd like you to start looking at your wishes and intentions at the degree of fulfillment. How good will that feel when it's complete? Because if there's a lot of blocking energy in it, it's, it makes it more of a to-do. And it's not nearly as much fun. Even when you get it done, it's not a celebration, right? It's like, oh, yeah, done. Okay, what's next? That's not life. That's not much fun at all. Okay, so we're going to move on here. Is uh, ah. Here. Oh, Decibel, I didn't see you there. Wonderful. Ah, okay. Your um, wife has all tens and seems hard to choose from. Ooh, good one. Let me think how to answer that one, Decibel. Um, well, she could just use her conscious mind and choose. If she's feeling intuitively they're all a 10, then... She could actually ask for your input too, because you're husband and wife and you're a team. And she could kind of, that'd be really cool to do this planning for partnership. Honey, which one of these would bring you greatest fulfillment? I like that idea. And then you could help prioritize. If she doesn't want to do that, that's okay too, because some of it might be private. But I would say um, split them over uh, the year. 
So we may not know which one to do in January, but if she's got 12, say, I'm going to do this one January, February, March, and have them next to the months. Maybe that'll be easier. So surprisingly, I had one that was a four. And I had one that was a three in priority. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Probably why it didn't get done last year. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome, Jessica. Okay, so great job. You've done well. Now let's anchor your intentions in your unconscious. Now this is almost sacred. This is so powerful, so special to do this. So you've got your list. Um, box number six is you're going to be celebrating in the future. It's almost like future gratitude. You're coming to a place of experiencing. Imagine yourself experiencing that outcome and how you're going to feel. Future gratitude is very powerful. I'd have to do an exercise on that one. I've not created one. I know how to do it, and sometimes it's easy for me to drop into future gratitude. Sometimes it's a mental thing. I'm going to play with that some more and maybe do one of the upcoming podcasts on that. So let's pick one. Pick one that's a 10. And I know decibels, your wife has a lot. So pick one that just kind of floats to the surface. Just pick one. So you um, will close your eyes and imagine yourself doing that or imagine yourself hugging someone and say, I did it. I did it. It feels so good to finish that. Bring in all your senses. So what are you hearing in your environment? Is a loved one saying, great job? Are you feeling the warmth of a hug? Are you hearing, you're outside, are you hearing the birds? Bring in all your senses. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you feeling in your inner body? So take one. Imagine you make that little beautiful scene. Surround it with imaginary ball of white light and bring it into the area by the center of your chest, in the center of your heart, center of your chest above your heart. Okay. And I'm going to say the request. This is an example of what, like, what I'd like to experience in 2019 with right timing and right action. Please make this unfold in ways over the highest good of me and of all involved. And breathe that in and out and just let it settle in your body. Now, again, as I said, I went through this kind of fast. I didn't complete mine. I'm going to take some more time later today to do this and, and anchor each one. And I want to tell you that when I first designed this exercise, I was looking at my notes, 2006, and I actually did it with my son. Interestingly, it's 2006. He was only seven years old, and I was homeschooling at the time. And he was really, um, like, not real charged up about a lot of activities that uh, excited and he wasn't feeling good about the last year because he got behind in some of, I think, his reading or some of his studies. And I said, let's write down all that you learned, all that you grew. That's how this process came to be. And I remember he went off to, because we did um, homeschooling and we also had some classes with other homeschoolers, with teachers to learn some different you know, things and have activities with others. And he started that day, that next year, and going into the, that class with a lot more confidence. And he felt good about himself. And I could see it. I could see it in his eyes. 
And that's my wish for you is that you complete 2018 feeling good about yourself. That you didn't complete everything, that's okay. And that you're intending consciously, you are consciously creating today. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I want to acknowledge you for that. But here's the thing that I found. I haven't done this exercise every year, but I think from Pam's suggestion, we should. I like it actually to do it on New Year's Day with everyone. Is um, put you this document that you've written in a special place and you can review it at the end of uh, 2019. And I will almost guarantee you, you will be astounded by how much got done without you efforting, without you pressuring at all. So I look forward to sharing um, all of your successes with you next year when we do this ritual New Year No Limits. So we'll start to wrap up now. And if you'd like to share what you got out of the um, out of this little mini this little podcast mini training, I would love to hear it. And I don't know with the webcast if you webinar you can actually speak up and unmute your line. That might be a little disadvantage you might have to type it in here i'll do it as a meeting next time because i do like to the interaction okay anyone like to share what you got out of it or what you're taking away from it pam says i feel so clear on what i'm going to create for 2019 so fantastic wonderful wonderful anybody else well, I can share my uh, surprise was when I rated the things I want to complete in 2019, when I carried forward the carryovers, that um, two of them were pretty low rated, a three and four. Okay, I think we've got someone else saying, I have the confirmation now that it's okay to abandon projects. Oh, that's a big word, decibel, abandon. Projects that no longer represent you. But yes, great, I'm glad. It's very freeing, right? Imagine that if we didn't let things go that weren't right for us and we had this big backpack and they were like, oh, I got to get that done. I got to get that done. Oh, my gosh. We would just be just dragging. Well, maybe sometimes we do, huh? We lose a lot of vital energy by carrying forward too many things that really are not relevant, right? Not revealing anymore. Uh, let's see. And Decibel says, and retrieve the energy for new projects. Very good. Elena, thank you. Looking forward for dreams coming true. Bless you. All right. Okay, we will wrap up. Um, look forward to more podcasts coming um, soon. And I'll let you know if you'd like to join us live and participate in them and make 2019 an awesome year, an awesome, awesome year. So you are celebrating that because you took time to plan and consciously intend that you've got the support of your higher self to get things done. So much love, many blessings, and see you soon. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Enzo.